Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. An OPP officer who allegedly shot himself in the foot two years ago and falsely claimed the injury happened during attempted carjacking is now facing criminal charges for allegedly harassing a woman from the London area. OPP say Constable Darko Darkov was charged in late August with mischief, harassment, and being unlawfully in a dwelling following incidents west of London when he was off duty. A disciplinary hearing related to the allegations that he shot himself and lied to police is scheduled for late October. <laughs> found guilty. Guy? Penalties range from Doc pay to suspension to termination. Yeah, he, he accidentally shot himself and then told uh, the fellow police officers as he was filing a report that he was mugged and his truck was stolen. He also said he cut himself accidentally. Like, he made up three different stories to tell his fellow police officers. Like, he doesn't know that this is going to blow up in his face. Nearly two dozen officers were called in to investigate this as well. So, I mean, that's, you know, that's two dozen officers who could have been in... I guess this is all unproven, so it's still got to be determined. Yeah, yeah. But... That's two dozen people who potentially could have been working on something else as opposed to this. Don't jump to conclusions just because his name is Darko Darkov. <laughs> It doesn't mean that he is uh, an evil mutant. <laughs> Does he not sound like... Should be a bad guy in Die Hard 3. You know what I mean? Like, right. Darko Darkoff. Or the X-Men. <laughs> like, it sounds like Dr. Doom's real yeah. name. Like, oh, it's a little on the nose. You know, maybe Steve Darkov. And it still sounds evil. Uh, allegedly. 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 He doesn't know how to fold up a map or the Lenny from Squiggy was in Spinal Tap. He can't do math without the help of an app. We're filling Jim's generation gap. Jim is out there filling generation gaps now. The uh, student has become the master. People were wondering... Uh, Got a couple texts and tweets. How old is Jimmy? He's not old enough to fill generation gaps. You're in your 30s now, Jim. So, uh, Well into 31. Compared to those young students just starting out at Western and Fanshawe, you're a geezer. I might as well be Mr. Belding. <laughs> they wouldn't even get that reference. They wouldn't know who that was. We've got Corey on the phone. Hi, Corey. Hello. So Jim is talking to a Fanshawe College student this morning. Why don't we get to know this guy again here? Hey, it's Jim at Fanshawe College, and I'm hanging out with my buddy... Weston. Weston, what are you studying here at Fanshawe? I'm in music industry arts. Very cool. What do you want to do when you're uh, done school? I was hoping to be a session musician or just a jammer in general like that. Jammer. What three bands are you into right now? Oh, geez. Uh, Zeppelin, Metallica, and uh, Pearl Jam. Sounds like a cool dude in my mm-hmm. books. Mm-hmm. What's the first question you ask this young man? Name a TV show David Hasselhoff starred in. Name a TV show David Hasselhoff starred in. Do you think 18-year-old Weston Fanshawe student will know this answer? I'm going to say yes for Baywatch. <laughs> Name a TV show that David Hasselhoff has starred in. I know there is the one on the beach, but I can't. Oh, no. I don't know if I know that one, man. Uh, <laughs> one on the beach. What else would it be? Judges? Nope, they're shaking their heads. <laughs> Baywatch, Knight Rider. He was in some other dumb one. 
Uh, was he in another one? I know Knight Rider and uh, Baywatch. That's it. He was in another one. He was actually Nick Fury. He was in a uh, TV That's movie. Right. He was Marvel's Nick Fury on television. Okay, this one also has to do with television. Do you think 18-year-old Western knows what MTV stands for? Mm. No. What does MTV stand for? Um, music. Uh, Television, uh, video, or whatever. Uh, mm. oh, <laughs> television, so video. What do you What do you say, judges? <laughs> Music, mm. television, and then video. If you had just said you're right and stopped him after he said music, television. But he like I knew in his eyes he d- d- wasn't done. You know. We'll see. If it comes down to that one, we're going to give you the prize anyways because okay. that was close. Yeah. What's okay. next? Name. The two love interests for Archie in Archie Comics. No. Name the two female love interests that Archie had in Archie Comics. Oh, God. I don't know. Like Sandra and like Betty. (laughs) One for two. Yeah, Sandra and Betty. It's Betty and Veronica, of course. And even with the the new Riverdale television show, he didn't get that one. That reminds me. There was a new Baywatch, too, that just came out. Right. You'd think he would have heard the connection somewhere. (laughs) Okay. Okay, next one here. Name the band Justin Timberlake started in. Just because he's in the music uh, industry, I'm going to say yes. What was the boy band Justin Timberlake started in? Oh, uh, I do know this. Uh, I swear. Uh, was it, uh, was it, uh, NSYNC? Oh, yes. barely got Pulled it. Pulled it out. Pulled <laughs> it, it out. Okay, last one here. This is for the win. Yeah. Which rapper started the trend of hammer pants? Which rapper started the trend of hammer pants? 18-year-old. Music, music again, but also I'll say yeah. Fanshawe Which student. rapper started the trend of hammer pants? Uh, MC Hammer. Right off bum, the bat. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. Bum, bum. Bum, bum. You won. The Taz Show <laughs> Podcast. It's time for sports. Peacock. This is kind of scary. What is going on with Eugene Melnick, uh, owner of the Ottawa Senators? The Ottawa Senators are, um, if their communication style is any indication of the way they're running the team and acquiring talent, I'd be a little worried if I was a Senators fan. They've become a team that releases information at like 6 o'clock on a Friday Mm-hmm. Which is never a good thing. Dump time, isn't that, that that's media you, dump time? That's when you dump all the bad stories and you hope they just get lost in the, the fog of the weekend. Uh, they didn't do that this time around, but Monday night, a little after 10 o'clock, they released a video uh, featuring an interview of one of their players, Mark Borowiecki, interviewing Eugene Melnick, which is, is a weird position because he's interviewing his boss, essentially, and he's more junior member of the team. He's not one of the, someone you think of when you think of the Ottawa Senators. No, he's not their star player. And in the video, Melnick addresses a lot of things. He addresses whether or not he's going to sell the team, whether or not he's going to move the team, the future direction of the team, and he uses the term rebuild a ton. This coming year, we're going to have... 10 out of the 22 players are going to be new, meaning they're either rookies or they've played maybe under 10 games last year. And then the following year, it's going to go up to about 15 of the 22, maybe 16. 
So you're, that's a total turnover, you yeah. know, which is uh, what exactly should be in a rebuild. But right now, we're kind of in a dumpster. You know, everybody says, ah, they're not going to do anything. <laughs> hey, no offense, guys. I don't guys. believe that. I think that, um, you, you know, guys with character stink. in the dressing room <laughs> and people working very, very hard, we can accomplish more than a lot of people believe. Some people were talking in, uh, uh, in town that, oh, you may move, he may move the team. Let me tell you, so first things first is I'm going to stick around here for a long, long time. Okay? Yeah. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> and number two, the franchise is not going anywhere. Yeah. That's like totally solid. So everybody can kind of focus, get rid of the, the noise. Well, see you later, Ottawa Senators. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like they're moving. <laughs> yeah, you guys stink. We're in a we're in the dumpster right now. Look at who's playing for our team. Like, has anyone heard of this Mark Barowecki guy yeah. I'm talking to right now? <laughs> what's your name again, sir? <laughs> so, what's not addressed really is the long term futures of Eric Carlson, who's an unrestricted free agent. I would be shocked if they don't trade him. Matt Duchesne, who they just acquired last year, also will soon be a free agent. Uh, contract talks between him and the team have not going well. He could be traded. Mark Stone, a great young player. Maybe they keep him and he's the future of the franchise. Maybe they trade him as well. I mean, it's all on the table here in terms of the future for the Ottawa Senators. But it sounds like Melnick is serious about rebuilding the team, which is great news for the uh, half-full arena of Ottawa Senators fans. At least they'll <laughs> have someone to cheer for in the future. Yeah, I mean, there's. I mean, the good news is Ottawa Senators fans will have uh, plenty of choice to buy some seats and then sell them to Habs fans and Leafs fans if they want to make some money back. <laughs> great, great. Which they're pros at. The Tash Show Podcast. If I go crazy, then would you still call me Superman, Jim? Uh, I've never called you Superman, <laughs> so I might start. Would you call me Spider-Man? Mm, maybe, because I know you're obsessed. Here, hold on. Let me take my sweater off. Oh i got to show God. you the t-shirt I have on. Hey. <laughs> okay, we got a Marvel Spider-Man classic 90s Spider-Man looking logo. Yeah, this guess how much this shirt cost me? $25. It was free when I purchased my limited edition Spider-Man PlayStation 4 on Friday. Wow! <laughs> limited edition! With the new Spider-Man video game. <laughs> Yeah, I'm uh, in my 40s. No yeah. big deal. So what is the limited edition? What does that mean? Well, it's because uh, I didn't have a... We were talking about this last week. I don't have a PlayStation 4. You do have one. Yeah. And I was asking you guys and the listeners if I should go ahead and buy one of these things if if it's a good console. Everyone said, yeah. So I went to the store. I went to Best Buy. Saw our buddy Chris who works at Best Buy in Masonville. And I said, hey, I'm looking to get uh, a PlayStation 4 in the new Spider-Man game. He said, oh, there's a limited edition bundle where you get the game included with the console. And it's red with a giant Spider-Man <laughs> logo on it. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay, I'll take one of those. And then as I was walking out of the store, I saw a good friend of mine. <laughs> and I was kind of embarrassed. Well, I mean, the the original PlayStation 4s, they're designed black, they're sleek, they look like a PVR. Yeah, this one, this this one has <laughs> Spider-Man on, the big red, I, free t-shirt in my hand. I've got, I'm like skipping, so excited to get <laughs> home and play this thing. I need some Monster Energy drinks. Yeah, he's like, what are you here for? Oh, I'm buying a baby monitor. What are you doing? Uh, <laughs> 
I just bought myself a PlayStation, Spider-Man Limited Edition. <laughs> this story is actually pretty funny. Speaking of this new Spider-Man game, which is super awesome, I spent a lot of my weekend swinging around New York City in this game. <laughs> if if you're a fan of Spider-Man superhero video games, pick it up. Anyways, there's this dude, Tyler Schultz, lives in Florida. He'd been dating his girlfriend, uh, Maddie, for five years, and he figured it was time to level up. You know, let's let's take this relationship uh, to the place it needs to go. He contacted the makers of the Spider-Man video game, Insomniac Games, and said, Hey guys, I'm thinking of proposing. Is there any way you could sneak my proposal into the Spider-Man video game? Because we're big oh. fans of, of Spider-Man. We love, we love the games. They said, sure. And uh, they ended up putting on a marquee. Like in the game, you can travel all over New York City as Spider-Man and explore and find all sorts of different stuff. And there's a movie theater in the game. The marquee, like where they put the movies, says, will you marry me, Maddie? Wow. That's pretty cute, eh? That's amazing. The problem is... Maddie dumped this guy two weeks before the video game was oh, released. Oh, no! <laughs> Here's Tyler talking about it. It was a simple tweet. I just tweeted out to Insomniac Games and a couple other people saying, Hey, I love this girl. We've been together for about five years. Um, I think the time is ready that I want to take that next step. And then one of the people from Insomniac got a hold of me, we were talking about some ideas and stuff, and ultimately what you see now is what the final product was. The thing that sucks about this Easter egg is my girlfriend dumped me to go with my brother, basically <laughs> throwing away the five years that we had together. Oh my God! For the brother! in my face, basically saying this wasn't even the way that she wanted to be proposed to, and and just left me. So this might go down in history as the saddest Easter egg. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, my God. Dumped for his brother. Maybe maybe one of the problems was he tweeted it to the company, so she could have just read his tweet and was like, oh, my he knew God, it was coming. this guy's desperate. And now he can only date... Girl's name Maddie, I guess. <laughs> Look what I did for you. Wait, when was that game invented? <laughs> game came out nine years ago. What? <laughs> I just had a feeling, honey. Well, Tyler, if it's any consolation, if I keep playing this Spider-Man video game in my basement as much as I was on the weekend, I might be single in the near future, too. <laughs> the Taz Show Podcast. Kind of an awkward situation over there at CBS. Les Moonves is... The head of that television network has been for decades. He's always been the guy, right? Well, he stepped down on the weekend after more sexual misconduct allegations were fired at him. And the real awkward situation is over there at the talk, which is it's the daytime female driven talk show it's a ripoff of the view it's a ripoff of the view right is this the it has sharon osborne on it sharon osborne sarah gilbert from roseanne okay yeah Darlene yeah from roseanne is on there and julie chen is one of the uh the co-hosts 
Julie Chen is Mrs. Les Moonves. Oh, she's oh. she's the wife of the guy who has been accused <sighs> of multiple sexual misconduct uh, uh, allegations. And yesterday was the season premiere of the talk on CBS. Goodness. Not shocking, Julie Chen decided to call in, take a personal day. Yeah. She didn't show up for work. But I was kind of surprised that the uh, the other ladies who were there, they took on this uh, this controversy head on. It's a kind of very bittersweet day for a season nine. Yay! Yay! <laughs> but um, we're about to talk about something that uh, affects everybody's lives here at CBS. And um, I've never been nervous in my life, but I'm kind of very nervous right now. Um, as you all know, Julie's husband is in the news. And she's taking off time to be with her family. You always wonder huh, if, if the wife had any idea, if there was any suspicion there. Yeah, I mean... There's think, guys who get away with murder and their spouses have no idea, right? Yeah, that, so they say, uh, you know, but I feel like a lot of the time people who, you know, this is this is next level. This is, you know, sexual assault basically. But even when the person is cheating, the spouse will go, I always kind of knew. Or something. There's just or like the pieces fall into yeah. place once you find out. Everything starts making Hindsight sense. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Yeah. Or the vibe is different. You knew something was wrong, but you just didn't know what it was, or you you, you weren't uh, you weren't able to confront it mentally. Here's Sharon Osbourne with more about uh, the the less moon vest situation. Whatever times I've had of hardship over the last eight years, Julie has always been there for me. She's been a friend. She's somebody who I admire and respect greatly. Mm -hmm. And it's very embarrassing and upsetting to have to talk about her husband. But we do. We feel it's right. Mm -hmm. I personally knew Les Moonves in a superficial way. It was, hello, how are you? Nothing more. I know nothing about the man other than he's Julie's husband. Mm -hmm. And he was the head of the biggest network in the world. The most powerful man in TV. I was asked a couple of months ago to make a statement supporting Leslie which I felt I was as diplomatic as I could be with the statement that I made. But now, after seven more women have come out, mm -hmm. the stories are so similar, the pattern is so similar, mm -hmm. that for me, he's not been convicted of any crime, but obviously the man has a problem. I like to say that Mr. Moonvest has stepped down and Mr. Moonvest is an extremely wealthy man. And good luck to him for being a wealthy man. He's worked hard. He made this network number one. However, when a new regime comes into a company, we all know they sweep clean. Mm -hmm. Everybody here at CBS is nervous about their jobs. Yes, the ladies at this table will go on and will probably find another show if our show, please God, it's not taken off. We'll always find another job. And nobody's in that position yet. It's just historically when somebody new comes in, things change. And I care about the producers. I care about the crew. I care about, as Mr. Moonves would say, the little people. Mm -hmm. And that's who I care about. Mm -hmm.
Yeah, talk about a butterfly effect. This guy's stupid decisions, the number of people it's going to affect. Yeah. And, and Sharon Osbourne calls him a wealthy man. To put it in perspective, if he was uh, to leave CBS with no incident, if he left without being fired for cause, he would have uh, taken away $180 million as his severance package. Holy cow. So now there's an investigation going on, and he may not get any of that. Good. I mean, if he's guilty, good. Right. What is up with these news and TV, like, bigwigs, Man, you know? power corrupts. Matt Lauer, Bill O'Reilly, Les Moonves, all these guys. Uh, the allegations are, some of them are pretty disturbing against Les. One is that I found strange is apparently, and if you've got young kids in the car, they may not want to hear this. You may not want them to hear this. Give you a second. Apparently, uh, during a checkup, he masturbated in front of his doctor. Was that part of the checkup? <laughs> I don't. I've Was it never, a fertility clinic? I've never had a checkup like that. But wow. I don't know what kind of... Like, what is going through your mind? What is it? The turn and cough? Like, when <laughs> you got to have something going on with you to decide in the doctor's office that you're going to start doing something in like fact, that. In fact, I've never been less turned on. I know. The doctor's office is like the most sterile, intimidating, like, location ever the least sexy yeah. you gotta be in a real mcdreamy or mcsteamy situation <laughs> to even consider doing something like that julie chen is going to be back to work she also hosts big brother and she'll be on tv on thursday obviously she won't be talking about her husband during big brother hey i just want to sincerely thank you for listening to the taz show podcast if you want more, subscribe. You can find us on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and wherever you get your podcasts. All the podcast places.